Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Saoirse Long. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 and I know like today... Just one of the best days we've had in a hell of a long time. And everyone that I talked to, well, like the, the three people that I talked to today, the first thing they said was, this would just be heaven in a beer garden. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? The second the weather is good, even earlier on, it's queuing up for Tesco's and everyone just coming out with cans of beer. You know, I think people tend to lose the run of themselves slightly when there's an inch of sun. Yeah, inch of sun and then the awkwardness of a pandemic. And I think people are, you know, Drinking a lot more from home over the last while. Just one, I think, out of novelty is something to do to try and keep you keep you some way sane. Um, but is there an alternative to, to doing this? So I was scrolling through my Facebook days the other day, and an ad for um, a website popped up, and I was kind of like, "Oh, what's this now?" And it was a uh, oneyearnobeer.com. And I've heard of people who have done this who have gone a year without uh, touching a drop of alcohol and, you know, various different reasons. And I, and I got intrigued because, one, I'm, I'm kind of thinking, right, if ever there was a time to knock booze on the head for the next while, it's probably in lockdown and it's probably in quarantine when you can't really go to the pub anyway. So, you know, there, there's no excuse. But, um, seriously, have you ever, like, made a conscious decision to abstain from alcohol for any, you know, length of time? Yeah, I've done the dry January thing um, a few times, but I feel at the same time that it's a problem when we have to actually take a whole month out of our lives. To well, that's just usually a financial problem, that. isn't it? Well, <laughs> more like, so than I have anything. No money. Yeah, it is though, but I think we don't. A lot of people, especially in this country, don't know how to drink properly. Do you know, we do overdo it a lot, and I think that could be a huge problem. So, um, I have heard of people. Sorry, after I did the month, I felt amazing. By the way, really, really, oh, really, much more alert. You know, you're getting up at the weekends. You don't feel groggy. You just feel a little bit more with it. I know that sounds terrible, but a Friday and Saturday drinking can really, really tip you over the edge for the rest of the week. <laughs> For the rest of the month, when you get to a certain age, you're like, my God. Uh, well, well, um, let us know, what's, what's one, what's the longest you've ever gone without drinking? Like, have you ever done a, a dry January? But have you ever either taken a couple of months off or a couple of, uh, maybe a couple of years off, whatever? Let us know, what's the longest you've gone without touching a drop? Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one four. And why did you do it, by the way? Why did you do it? Because this country can be awkward. Uh, it can be very, very awkward uh, when you don't go, when you're not drinking and even when you try and go out and still be normal because people sometimes look at you like you have 17 heads and go, you're a freak. 
Anyway, we, we reached out to the guys at One Year No Beer to talk a little bit more about it because it sounds like, for some reason, it sounds like an incredibly harsh, daunting challenge, but they're trying to, I think, educate people on the alternatives that are out there. And joining us from a One Year No Beer, someone who was, I'm going to presume, is maybe still off the beer, but Rory, sir, how are you, man? Thanks for popping on. Fantastic. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. No worries at all. Um, so um, what exactly is this uh, whole One Year No Beer stuff? Well, um, it's not what it says on the tin. <laughs> so um, the first thing is, is we are all about helping people change their relationship with alcohol. And um, so uh, we have a 28-day challenge, a 90-day challenge, and a 365 challenge. Think of it like, you know, you come and do like the 10K, then you do the half marathon, and then you think, yeah. you know what, I'm going to go on for the marathon. And what we, it comes from my own personal experience. So I was never a problem drinker. I wasn't going home and drinking. I wasn't, I wasn't on, it wasn't on my radar. People weren't saying, you need to go and get help right. about your drinking. I didn't have these things where I was waking up going, oh my God, what did I do? Well, the occasional. Um, like the best <laughs> um, what did I say? Look at the text messages. Where did I go? Um, but um, um, what, what I actually started with a single headspace, which we all know about now, back in 2013. And it made me, this, you know, doing this um, meditation started getting me aware that maybe alcohol is causing me more trouble than I realize. And it started to niggle away at me, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to, I'm going to take a break from booze. I'm going to do 90 days and um, see how much better I feel. And I approached my boss, because I was an oil broker in London at the time, and he said, you are committing commercial suicide if you stop drinking. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. So, God, yeah. What kind of broker doesn't drink, right? No. Yeah. Um, so um, I had to, it took me six months to pluck up the courage and I took a break from booze and I was just blown away. I mean, every area of my life improved. I'm fitter, faster, healthier, happier, a better dad, a better husband. You know, I grew my oil broking business by another 50%. I reduced our costs by 30%. All these like niggling health issues started to disappear. You know, that I didn't even associate with, with drinking like yeah. um, IBS. Um, I had IBS, I had real bad stomach troubles, um, I had uh, dry skin, you know, this stuff just disappeared. I was like, this is unbelievable, right? This is, this is completely the opposite of what I thought not drinking was. I thought not drinking would be, you know, you become a social isolate, you know, lonely person, mm. boring, um, you hide away from all your friends. But here it was giving me all these incredible advantages. Um, so that's where the idea of one year no beer came from. And really what we realized was nobody wants to not drink, right? Nobody, nobody wants to do that. But yeah. everybody wants what not drinking gives you. Everybody. Everybody's looking to get healthier. Everybody's trying to find a little bit of more happiness, a little bit more productivity, a little bit more calmness, less anxiety, less depression. Everybody wants those things but nobody wants to go through the not drinking. So how do you get people to experience it? I know, let's dress it up as a challenge. Let's make it cool, let's make it fun, let's make it something that you want to be excited about. You know what, I'm gonna do a 28 day challenge and at the end of it, I'm gonna go and run a Spartan or do a 10K or whatever it is that will be my focus during it. Um, and we launched that back in 2016 and we're now 80,000 members in 90 countries. Wow. wow. Now when you did yeah. this challenge originally yourself when you said I'm going to take this upon myself did you find obviously the social side of things your friends going for a drink after work did you find it kind of awkward standing there and you didn't have a drink or did you just get a soft drink or what, what way did you, did you work it? I had to because there was no roadmap when I did it um, and this is why we wanted a roadmap for everyone I had to bump off every painful learning curve um, and there were things like you know there were customers who expected me to drink and I knew I wouldn't get their business 
if I didn't drink. So I had to learn how to stealth drink, which basically means you go down to the restaurant, you pay the or the, or the bar, and you pay the manager and the bar owner some cash, and you say, whatever you serve me, it's non-alcoholic. And then when you get bought around, you take a sip, yeah, thanks very much, you go to the toilet, ditch it, go back to the bar somewhere quiet, buy your alcohol-free version, carry on. Um, wow. So you get masterful at um, hiding. But isn't it ridiculous that we have to do that? <laughs> It is true, it's it, is, it is insane. But I can understand, especially in that kind of business culture where a lot of it is, I imagine it's part of the trust process with clients. So you're going out and you're in the trenches yeah, but, and you're yeah, getting but, hung over together and then there you go. Yeah, but that's that. But don't disassociate because whenever people listen to this, they go, oh, well, they're always looking for a reason to disassociate from the conversation right. about alcohol. You'll notice this. Whenever you stop drinking, people are like, oh, oh, oh there's something different. Shame. They don't know how to picture it. So when people go, oh, well, that was just a business thing. It's the same with the rugby lads, the army boys, the girls' night out. It's the same thing, the expectation, the peer pressure. So when we did our research last year into peer pressure, it showed that 93% of people uh, had a drink when they didn't want to, and 84% of people had experienced bullying from friends to have a drink. Something like 45%, I think, roughly, um, people experienced peer pressure from colleagues and bosses. So um, it's this peer pressure which actually surrounds our relationship with alcohol. This is what mostly keeps yeah. us in the drinking. I've been on both sides of that coin. I have taken the piss out of people when they've come into the totally. pub and not drank. You know, and then I've, I've, I've been the same, the same thing as well, where uh, I remember we, we were out for uh, a dinner or Christmas or something down the pub with the lads, and I was like, I'll have a non-alcoholic. And just, it was like a symphony in perfect harmony. They just went, bah! What? Literally, you're stopping. There. It's like they stop the whole bar to single you out and go. This idiot oh, yeah. isn't even drinking. Um, yeah. And you know, uh, other ways that I've yeah, other ways <laughs> I've, I've tried to come around is sometimes when I'm not drinking is you know you deliberately drive. So at least then you can kind of say oh, I'll give you a lift home later, and that kind of shuts them up. They're like grand, yeah, I can kind of yeah, uh, yeah. driving, so don't worry about it. So there's other ways of doing it. But the fact that you were nearly like secret agenting, secret agent man around the bar getting yourself secret non-alcoholic drinks is amazing. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? I mean, I don't do that at all now. You know, I mean, the, the things have changed, right? You, yeah. I mean, you've got an alcohol-free bar in Dublin. Um, yeah. Um, yes. And uh, you know, th things are changing. Heineken Zero is on tap. Heineken Zero is amazing. Right? Noseco is amazing. Um, Noseco, which you can buy in Tesco's. So this is all part of it. See, what it real really boils down to with our relationship with alcohol is that we've been conditioned, marketed to, to peer pressure, social conditioning, literally since you were nappies. You've been watching aunties, uncles, friends celebrate, commiserate, congratulate with alcohol. And that builds all these neural pathways in your brain. So when you start off in, young, in school and you're like, yeah, oh, all the other kids are cool, they're having a drink, I better fit in. Status, tribalism, I want to belong, mm. I'm going to drink too. And that's where it starts. Then you get into your late teens, 20s, and it's all about having fun. And you're like, yeah, I'm having loads of fun and alcohol equals fun. And then later you start working and you're in your 30s and it's like maybe you've got some kids on the way um, and you're like, oh, my God, I need alcohol because it really helps me unwind and de-stress. I couldn't possibly be a mum without my wine time, whatever it is. But those associations are alcohol equals status, out belonging, alcohol equals fun, alcohol equals um, stress, relaxation, anxiety. Those are the math that our brain do. And so you'd mentioned before about dry January, the massive difference between a program like ours and doing something like dry January is that we, our program is designed to help people change their relationship with alcohol. And that means when you come out of the challenge, we want you to be either drinking considerably less 
or not drinking at all, right? Now, I, just to put it into perspective, I drink. I drink as much as I want, whenever I want. It's amazing. I just rarely have a drink because I see it for what it is. I don't feel that peer pressure. I don't have those associations with food, um, et cetera, et cetera. And it took me two years being completely alcohol-free to get there. Are you finding now, though, it's much easier for people to go alcohol-free because there is so much choice out there for non-alcoholic beers or wine even you can get and gin and tonics. We had one in Virgin Mary, which is the the non-alcoholic bar here in Dublin. And... A lot of people are going into them bars and it's nearly cool to not drink. Yeah. It, it, so first of all, absolutely, it's definitely getting easier. Is it easy? Well, no, I wouldn't be talking to you on a radio station right now. I wouldn't have a business with 80,000 people. Um, and we, there wouldn't be, you know, it's really bloody difficult. It's really difficult in the early days because they've been so clever. Uh, society, social expectations, all of this stuff is ingrained in us. The un- rewiring that stuff is, is tough. Um, and and, it, and, it, and it, it takes a process. So was just mentioning there, like the dry January, you might abstain from a month. People who do that say, right, I'm not going to drink from January. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to ignore all my friends. I'm going to avoid going out socially because nobody wants to hang out with somebody not drinking. And then I'm going to count down the milliseconds to the 1st of Feb so I can get absolutely (laughs) smashed again. And all I'm doing is reaffirming the limiting belief that alcohol is pertinent to my life. And you see, 95% of our drinking is psychological. It's just what we've been wired into our brain. So if we don't go through the process of changing your relationship with it, then you'll just go exactly back to it. It's kind of pointless. Um, what did you find then I suppose you mentioned there was a lot of challenges but what was the hardest thing for you about giving it up I always like to say um, there's no, you don't give it up because <laughs> it sounds like you're letting go of something precious mm. um, what you do is you decide to put down numbing yourself with a 100% toxic poison but anyway that's a side project we don't want to get into that everyone gets switched off then <laughs> but um, but um, um, I think one of the most difficult things is the reassessment after you've decided, you know what, actually, this I'm not going back to the way I was. Now, most people go into this going, I don't think I can do this. I'm not sure I can make it. Or, I, you know, I, I just want to do a little break just to see how I get on. And then we find that 87% of people choose to carry on alcohol-free after they've completed their challenge, which is right. massive. And that's because they go, I cannot believe how different I feel. I was talking to this to a friend last night, uh, um, um, the other day, and he, and he was like, oh, you'll never get me, you'll never get me doing it. And he's a, he's a new friend, he's like, and ne- never get me doing it, You um, not, never do that. So I was like, I had a good mate last year who was my neighbor, and he was a massive booze. I loved it, loved his booze. And I chatted to him lots, and he listened to it lots. He was like, no, I just, I just love the pub, I love the crack. Then off his own back, he decides to do 90 days. And he, I spoke to him the other day. He's like, I'm never going back. I'm never, I'm never going back to it again. Um, and I think that's the thing for most people. I just almost wish I could pluck people out of where they are today, transport them to 90 days ahead. Of- Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Them having done the alcohol-free challenge, learning about changing their relationship with alcohol, and I know that most of them wouldn't go back to where they are today. But it's so interesting that you say that you do turn to alcohol when you're A, stressed, B, it's always a reason. You know that kind of way you're not doing it necessarily because oh I'd like I might have a drink. It's not done in a in a I guess for your mind uh, comfortable way. You're doing it to numb pain or de-stress or whatever it might be. That's it. That's it. Numbing. The bit that nobody wants to hear. Like nobody wants to hear the health stuff. You know, we're absolutely lambasted with those things all the time. Yeah. Like my shoes are giving me cancer, right? And you're like, I don't care. Just leave me alone. <laughs> I'm happy with yeah. my sugar and whatever. But when you call alcohol what it is, you saw Professor David Nutt. It's the world's most harmful drug. Let's just reiterate that. It is the world's most harmful drug. More harmful than any other drug, both to society and to the people that take it. And what is it? If you Google what is alcohol, it's a colorless, flammable, volatile liquid also used as a fuel source known as ethanol. There's never been a study in the history of humankind, and there never will be, that putting ethanol into the human body is good for you because it's a poison. Um, And so why are people taking the poison? Well, it's exactly that. It's numbing. And those are the facts. And when we realize, and you were talking about lockdown before, the hardest thing right now is if you think about... The, the conversations that are going on, you're talking about deaths on an hour-by-hour basis. We've never yeah. heard this before, right? Death in the news, death on WhatsApp. How many deaths in your country? Deaths, right? Death is associated with grief. Death, even talking about it, brings on feelings of grief. So there's anxiety, anxiety and unsure. I don't know what's happening in my job, and I'm feeling insecure. So what you've got is you've got a natural heightened level of emotion in our society, which means that people are naturally going to rely on old coping mechanisms like alcohol. And alcohol is the worst, (laughs) the worst possible helpful coping strategy. It's a depressant, it creates anxiety, it's actually actually making these feelings feel so much more intense. And like any drug, when you start taking it, you have to take it again, which is why people have reached for the bottle during lockdown and then they find themselves caught on that trap and they're going for it again and they're going for it again and they're going for it again. And it just makes you, I mean, it literally is making the situation worse for you. And in a way, my heart goes out to people because what we really need to do is say, hey, look, we've got a support system here. This is the perfect time. You're not in the environment. You're not in the pub. You're not around the peer pressure. It's you who's putting that down your, your throat. 
there is a support system out here. Why not come out of lockdown being happier, fitter, healthier, etc.? So... Uh, there's. I know there's going to be someone listening to this going. Uh, I'm too. I'm. I'm not going to give up the crack. I don't want to do it. I. I think it's. Just, you know, yeah. as you said, like your friend. It, it, no way. You'll. You'll never get me. And even like one of my favorite things to do is go meet the lads for a pint on the weekend. And just one of the one of the things. Even now, I'm still looking forward to that the most. Just going down to the pub and having a pint at the counter with some peanuts and having some you know uh, stupid conversations with the barman or whatever's there. Right. What do you say to <laughs> yeah. that person and to myself to try and say give it a try? Like what what why should they open themselves up to the possibility of, of going a month or 90 days without booze? Yeah, well, I think, first of all, right now you can't go to the pub. This is a great time to do it. The second thing is that I'm almost never going to be able to convince you. The only thing that I'm going to say to you is that you have absolutely no idea what impact alcohol is having on you. It's having a huge impact, a negative impact on how you feel, on your emotions, on your anxiety, on these niggling health issues. And the only way you're going to find out how much better you could be feeling is if you do an ex- you know, a break from booze, start off with the 28-day challenge. So, this, the up, you know, you're doing a little bit of exercise, you're doing these things. This is the one thing that will have the biggest impact for you. And that's really the only way I can try and reach people to say this is worth giving a shot. As for going down to the pub and having the crack, I'm looking forward to it too. Most likely mine will be an alcohol-free beer. And if I was going to go to the pub with a whole bunch of mates who were expecting me to have um, a beer, I might have one alcoholic beer or two and then be like, no, I don't need any more. That's me, I'm done. Um, or I'll switch to alcohol-free beers afterwards. So, um, yeah. Your, your level of self-control, say. sir, is at Zen master level. I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, still years away from well, that. No, I guess, hang you on. know what, you it's can't not, argue with not, the facts. All I was going to say is it's not, it's not the self-control. And this is, I mean, this is my challenge to you two, right? Why not? We're on this call right now. You guys have amazing listeners who listen to you and are inspired by you. Right, and I'm saying to you two that this could be the one thing that gives you that massive uplift you're looking for. Feeling brighter, eyes brighter. I've got this theory that pregnancy glow is actually just people not drinking. Right? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. So imagine brighter eyes, nicer hair. These are all factual things and studies behind them where people start looking younger. In fact, Professor Kevin Moore at Walsley Hampstead wants to do a study with us to prove the average age people look younger after doing a month off the boots. So I'm saying this is the one thing. Why don't you guys do it? Starting today, come on. Well, um, okay, I'll Are throw you? my hat in the ring and say I'll do it for 28 days. I'll and then the um, if, if you're up for a right, if you're up, uh, would you be up for coming on in 28 days time and we can give you our, our review back? Yes. I cannot wait. You can keep us accountable. If we know that in 28 days' time, we'll be speaking to you, sir, and you can, uh, at least we'll have that goal in mind. Um, Yeah, happy days. Um, Yeah, that'd be an interesting challenge. And listen, if if, if you're listening and you want to take part as well, let us know if you'd be up for doing 28 days uh, alcohol-free while the pubs are still um, closed, while, you know what, there's not a lot else to do, and maybe we can, you know, form some (laughs) new habits and and come out, as you said, looking a little bit better, feeling a bit better than we went in. Uh, Happy to do it. Listen, drop us a WhatsApp, 087-679-7104, if you'd like to join us. And uh, ah, we can't really back out of that now, Rory, can we? You can't, you can't, you can't. And the beauty about it is, the beauty about it is, the process of you're going to go through now of changing your relationship with alcohol, this is introducing you to lots of awesome little habits um, and routines that are going to benefit you, whether you decide to go back to exactly how you were, unlikely, drinking lots. Um, not, I'm not assuming that you were drinking lots, sorry. 
Um, and, uh, um, you'll still have a whole bunch of um, good, healthy habits to implement in your day. I'm getting well anxious done. now. I'm thinking, what <laughs> am I going to do for the bank holiday? Stuck inside in the sun. Like, will I juice some carrots? What, like, what will I do? What will be my dream? <laughs> carrots. It, it is not like that. Really, we're not all turning into boiling hermits. What you're going to do is you're going to go to drydrinker.com or alcoholfree.co.uk, and you're going to order yourself a whole smorgasbord. Good word. Um, of different alcohol-free alternatives. When you, you're going to start making yourself like seedlit cocktails and Nosecco, Negroni, um, the, which is the one from Seedlip. Um, there's loads of alcohol-free spirits, lots of alcohol-free beers, alcohol-free bubbly, and um, you're going to be like, oh, this is actually really enjoyable. Well, listen, um, Rory, thanks a million for that, and um, we will check back in with you in 28 days after myself and Sirsha have done this, uh, not one year no beer, but definitely 28 days no beer. Um, and listen, uh, I'm going to go sign up now as soon as we're off this call we'll, we'll, in a few moments' time where we can see what the crack is. And I'm looking forward to chatting to you in 28 days, and hopefully I won't regret the decision we've made this evening. <laughs> you won't. Brilliant. Well done, guys. Fantastic. And I hope that inspires a whole bunch of others to, um, to do it too. There's never, never been a better time to be thinking about changing your relationship with alcohol. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.